Rank and File Podcast. Rank and File Podcast. Cast your rod into the ocean blue. Podcast time full of martial news. All the details, all the scoop. Staying in the loop. Whoop, shoot, doop, ba doo. Morning, welcome everyone on to the Rank and File Podcast. We're doing an emergency episode. Um, reason being that, uh, well, we have a few things to talk about, but the school board um, just did a consensus vote a few minutes ago um, to um, unofficially approve uh, Superintendent Braybrand's plan to bring students back, every student in FCPS who wants to, uh, by March the 16th. So um, just some of the basic details. The plan is not officially confirmed. It's going to be a vote um, on Thursday, but this, you know, we're not expecting um, there to be some drastic swing in the opinions of the school board within the next two days where all of a sudden they go from a majority supporting this to uh, it getting nixed. That's probably not going to happen. I know there's probably some of you thinking, well, why is this different? Because we've had we've had plans approved in the past, um, but we didn't um, end up coming back. So with this one, um, I know in the past, um, one of the reasons we didn't go back was that we met, uh, didn't meet our metrics. Those metrics were changed back in January. Um, it's basically impossible to fill the metrics now um, without having students back in the building. The other time, the, uh, the last time the plan was next was um, back on, that, that was the first week of January. And that time it was straight up next before, um, really before anyone was even informed of it. Braybrand gave the plan and later in the meeting they nixed it. So at this point, um, it's essentially the um, same thing only that they approved it um, or we'll approve it on Thursday. Um, and then yeah, details wise. So teachers would go back February the 23rd at the latest that's for high school one month from today, seniors would go back. So that would be, uh, sorry, uh, yeah, March the 2nd is when freshmen and seniors would go back. So grades nine and 12. And then, um, finally a week later, um, sophomores and juniors would go back and then that would be all of Marshall, uh, who wants to go. This is definitely going to be weird because, you know, these freshmen haven't even been inside the school building to learn up until this point. So it's, I think it's definitely yeah. strange for them, if that makes sense. And yeah, sense. thinking about it, like, I think that, you know, I've seen Instagram polls about, you know, what are you doing in person online? And it definitely feels to me like the majority of people have switched to doing online. And it might be the kind of thing where, you know, 40% of people are in person or something like that, 50 at most. Um, so when you think about it, the way that they're doing it is they're going to have um, the first half of the alphabet on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, and then the second half on Thursdays and Fridays. So what that means is you're only going to have uh, potentially, you know, 20, 25% of your class in the building with you. It's going to be a little weird, um, especially at first. But um, if you're thinking about it, I guess, interaction wise, you know, seeing you know, uh, six to, let's say six to nine or 10 kids in your class is probably better than seeing uh, zero while sitting in your room. Oh, it's definitely gonna be a lot better. There won't be names on a computer screen. I'm gonna be able to actually yeah. see them and actually be able to talk with them. In smaller class size is also gonna be another strange thing about this whole thing. Yep, and that's potentially a good thing because that's one of the issues. It's one of the things that I've always disliked about being in public school It's just, you know, I actually used to be in private. I had to be in private so that I could get into the current grade level because I missed the birthday cutoff. So I, I, in second grade, I was in a class with six boys. 
um, we, we had like a class of 14 or something like that. And the very next year we got 30 something in our class. So, um, you know, it's going to be kind of interesting going back to, uh, to those, those small class sizes for a little while. Yeah, um, I just realized that my mic was off, but when we were talking about the, um, like seeing people's faces, like to um, that point, for example, I had no idea that Teo was in my Spanish class until he mentioned <laughs> that he was in my Spanish class. Like I had seen your name, but I didn't connect the dots. Um, I was like, uh, oh, uh, or like I go to tutoring in person and there's this one girl who also goes there and she's in my anatomy class and I had no idea until I was talking about like an anatomy assignment. She's like, oh, I have that too. Oh, we're in the same period. Yeah, and I mean, for teachers, it's gonna be really interesting too, because we don't know our teachers really much mm -hmm. at all. Um, that's yeah, something yeah. I wrote about in my article that's gonna go in the issue, um, the next issue of the newspaper, whatever we're gonna call it. Um, but anyway, um, I have like half my teachers who don't know my name is Teo and not Theo or Theodore or whatever, you know? So like, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a really weird experience. It's like a first day of school, but however mm -hmm. many months in now, five months yeah. in. I don't have any kind of relationship with my teachers this year. I don't usually have relationships <laughs> with them anyways, but this year is definitely different because I don't know anything about them. And um, I mean, shoot, I still got one that uh, calls me Dylan which isn't even my first name. <laughs> it's my last name, but it's not my first name, you know? So, I mean, I guess they're going through the same thing, but it, it's it's definitely nice that I'll at least be able to um, be there with my teacher, at least develop something with them beyond No, just and I get the sense that like a lot of teachers are happy as well. Um, I mean, I was in the, the ESS, I'm, I'm in the ESS class that got piloted. Um, so I was watching like, half our class in the building for a few weeks there. And it was like kind of sad to be honest because you hear all these kids laughing in there and they're all like yeah. having a good time and everything, but you're not, you're just like stuck at home still. Yeah, yeah. like in um, my psych class, it was piloted, but it was a pilot of one kid. Man, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, but like the, the sense I've got from like a few of my teachers is like, you know, they're, they're pretty excited too. I'm sure that's not gonna be the case for everyone. And, um, there will be some some issues in terms of like um, one of the one of the last logistical things is these classroom monitors so not everyone can teach for example um, my English teachers on maternity leave so I don't think she's going to be like she was planning to be back after spring break I think but she probably won't be back for the rest of the year because um, um, you know mothers with newborns are, are at um, increased risk so it's like that kind of thing where, you know, there's going to be increased logistics. The other thing that I was thinking about the other day is like, how does test equity work? Because let's say we have um, math, uh, math class, I have math class on Tuesday and Thursday. So how does that work with the test? Because obviously, like, there's a lot of cheating that goes on. So if you assign that test on a Tuesday, and then, um, you know, you have half your in-person kids online for that test. How does that work? Cause they get like, they have um, the luxury of being online for that. Whereas um, the rest of the kids don't. So like, are you potentially looking at tests on, on different, like one test for, for the in-person kids on Tuesday and one on Thursday? Cause that, that raises issues too. Obviously you're gonna get, it's uh, you know, sharing questions and everything. I think it's still gonna be the same. Um, Cause I mean, all of our tests are online anyways. 
Mm-hmm. I think the easiest option would be for teachers to just keep them online. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, think, I think like the only fair tests. way to do it would probably be to do it like um, as like an asynchronous test. So for my business quizzes, we just, you know, you do them before um, midnight on Friday. So it'll probably, you know, I think the fair way to do it would be something like that. That just seems annoying. But like I'm actually that. thinking like maybe that would be an interesting study that we could do. We just examine three different classes each for a test. And we compare the in-person kids who took it, their test scores to the ones that the people did it online, just out of curiosity to see how big the difference is, like the disparity in scores. I think it would be a lot more work for teachers to create a test for their in-person kids and then their online kids. Yeah. You know, yeah. I think I think they're just going to keep it all online. Oh, for and I mean, their assessments that's the other as issue well. with this. So for those who don't know, we have this concurrent model that we're doing where, um, you know, you're not switching classes or anything. You literally have your teacher in the classroom with half your class or, you know, 30 your class, whatever it is. And everyone else is online. So the teacher is both trying to teach the in-person students as well as you at home. Um, it's a little bit of a mess um, having experienced that from the home side of it. Um, but that'll be an interesting thing to see as well. Yeah, like my sister who uh, goes to Flint Hill, it seems to be moving or going pretty smoothly at Flint Hill. Uh, I mean, is that I Flint, like Hill, were... Flint Hill, Flint um, Hill, the private school, or Flint Hill Elementary School. Private. Okay. Um, yeah. My brother went there as well. Yeah, it seems like it's pretty well uh, coordinated, and I feel like um, FCPS could definitely learn a thing or two from various private schools. Like a school that I used to go to has been open for I think the whole school year, with um, of course different um like rules and such yeah this uh this probably took a little bit longer than it should have but i'm glad that it's happening i'm glad i'm happy for you grady that you're going to be able to you know be in the school building again before you graduate and um, oh time yeah, for us <laughs> as well i mean it's just it's going to be good to go back hopefully we don't jinx it but uh five weeks from now maybe we'll be recording an episode um in the building Moving on, just want to touch up briefly because there was a lot of anger about this in the community. Um, I think we kind of in the last episode tipped you guys off about this, but um, we did not get a snow day. So I think we got, just depending on where you are county-wise, around five inches of snow. And uh, we, yeah, so almost every county around us is off today. Um, Loudoun, Prince William, I think Alexandria is. The only, there's like one of the Alexandria Arlington ones. One of those is, is, um, the same as us today and then false churches, but quite literally every single other county in Virginia around us um, is off. Um, there was a lot of anger. So they, yeah, they got a pretty nasty ratio on Twitter. They even disabled comments for the last tweets. What are you like, what do you guys think about that? Cause obviously there's been a lot of talk about like mental health, student mental health. Mm-hmm. It feels a little hollow. Well, it's also been a lot of talk about student mental health from Fairfax County and they're not doing anything yeah. to support that well, so, so okay in fairness i'm going to defend them here real quick we do have catch-up days like i i personally don't really think that's comparable but how do you feel about that they're nice but i mean i still uh definitely with online learning um i don't know what more they could be doing but whatever they're doing right now is not um enough yeah, uh yeah. because i know a bunch of people including myself who have really struggled um like especially during COVID to like A, grades, B, mental health, just all that good stuff, uh, you know, more stress that you need in junior year. So, I mean, I think for me, like the biggest issue personally is like you don't, you don't see anyone for going on 11 and a half or, you know, 10 and a half, 11 months here. 
Um, so like for me, it's not necessarily a workload thing. So those catch up days don't really help. Um, but you know, just seeing people again would be really nice. There's a lot of, like, I've barely seen anyone over the last few months. Um, so on that, in that regard, like, I'm very happy that they're going to, you know, snow days, snow days aren't necessarily going to help solve that. Um, of course, going back to school is, so that's why I'm glad that they're doing it. But, um, you know, those catch-up days are a little, it's just basically another Monday, you know. They were talking about how they have the best accommodations out of, like, they didn't say, like, out of. Let's be, so, so that was, that was Dr. Brayran who was saying that. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, just, they have the best accommodations for people with, um, like, learning disabilities and disabilities in general, and they're the most accommodating and all that good stuff. But I strongly disagree. Um, as someone with a learning disability, I have been really, really, really struggling during this period of time. And I feel like it, I mean, I get it, virtual setting, like cutting them some slack and such. But even still, um, in comparison to various things that we've done online, um, like online tests or even stuff like that, I feel like online tests this year are um, much less user-friendly. Like, yeah. I feel like the interface is much more complicated, which makes it a lot harder to navigate. So I feel like if they're like, that's just one of my, uh, one of the things that I'm like, not happy. About yeah, no. And it's supporting people. <laughs> it's interesting. You brought up that like accommodation thing, because this return to school, they gave people a survey um, where basically we could choose um, what option we wanted hybrid or in person that was back over this summer. They did not give us a choice. They took that away and they're going to have that taken away until March. Mm -hmm. That's not very accommodating. Mm -hmm. um, and on top of that, they're not reassessed. They're not giving a new survey or that at least they haven't said that. So they're just going to honor those decisions from several months ago. I know attitudes have changed completely um, because back, back then um, Marshall released their survey data and the county did as well. And it was about two thirds wanted, um, when in person. And I don't think that that's, that's the attitude right now at all. Um, so it's a little, it's a little high and mighty and, and, um, and like that on, on a few fronts from the County, but you know, if it, at the end of the day, hopefully they're moving in the right direction. So we want to thank everyone for listening. Um, stay with rank and file. We're going to continue to update you with some stories about um, how this return to school will work um, and opinions on that. We'll see you guys next time. Rank and file podcast. R -r 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 Rank and file podcast. Cast your rod into the ocean blue. Podcast time full of martial news. All the details, all the scoop. Stay in the loop. Whoop, shoot, doop, ba -doo.